0: Welcome to 2022, and what an exciting upcoming year I have planned for us. Thanks for joining me and listening to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Octave, the integrative clinician. This year, the focus is going to be on Octave's method. I will discuss seven strategies to heal thy mind, and how you can develop, implement, and strategize a plan to bring you towards wellness, happiness, and success. The Octaves Method is a simple way to talk about an integrated plan using my last name. There are seven strategies. One, O is for observation. This will address one's spiritual health. Two, C is for compassion, to manage one's ego health. Three, T is for therapy, to address mental and emotional health. Four, A is for animals, to address playful, childlike behaviors, and also considering animals and pets to support this process. Five, V is for victuals, one's nutritional health. Six, E is for exercise, one's physical health. And seven, S is for socialize, relational health, primarily focusing on yourself and less with others. As you listen over the following months, you will learn how symptoms associated with anxiety, depression, trauma, ADHD, and even autism can be managed in an integrative fashion. You have many options in how you choose to listen. You may decide to get a pen and a pencil and take some notes. You may choose to listen while engaged in another activity like walking, cleaning the house, maybe even driving. But be mindful of safety, especially during our meditation episodes. You may also choose to listen to episodes in part or binge watch them on a particular day. You have options. And however you choose, Thanks for your support. So let's get started. This podcast is not intended for medical, psychological, mental health, or legal advice. Although I am a licensed professional, this is intended. For information only and not as a formal treatment. By listening, you are agreeing to these terms. You should seek a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness, happiness, and success. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. week, I shared some information about observation and provided a 15-minute meditation practice. This episode is all about compassion and there's so much to cover. Yet, I don't want to overwhelm you. So, you get a little bit of here with this episode and then you'll get a little bit more in the book, Heal Thy Mind. All my efforts are to provide suggestions ideas, and reflections to help you move towards mental wellness. It is up to you how you use the information. No, you're in control. And if you want to regain control in your life, that there's a process. For me, working on all the seven stages of the Octaves Method is what brought and keeps me mentally well, happy, and successful. It's an integrative process. Use all the seven concepts of the Octave's Method. This way, you're not just putting a bandage on the challenges in your life, but you're seeking real change. Profound healing. It's all the seven components of the Octave's Method at the same time. So let's get to some more of the juicy stuff. It didn't take me a lot of hours or many moments of contemplation to identify what the C should represent. C for compassion was automatic because it has been consistently a theme in my life. I read a lot about what compassion means for others. I did extensive research in my graduate studies on the topic. So for me, the psychological part, I had it down. Something was still missing in all the stuff I read and the people I conversed with about compassion. You see, it wasn't until I found my way back home through observation, my spirituality, my religion, my interconnection with God, the creator, that revealed something meaningful that was missed from psychology and social work studies. Traditional American psychology and social work studies explain and have many opinions about the ego. Authors in ego psychology share ideas and want to convince you that what was written or researched is the truth. I learned the ego is something we always want to find balance with. There is some truth to this. It is a concept given credit to Sigmund Freud with his explanations of the id, ego, superego model. The ego has various functions and the focus is to distinguish what is normal and what is pathological. Freud wrote that pathology was a mismanagement of sexual and aggressive desires and one's inability to adapt and live in reality. This structural theory identified the id as one's basic instinctual desires. The id is part of everyone's personality, by which psychic forces unconsciously push one to satisfy basic needs and wishes. For example, a baby is hungry, and the desire is to eat to remove these uncomfortable sensations in the body that arise from hunger pains. At birth, the id drives us to want things the personality struggles to tolerate. Oh, then there's the super-ego, influenced by cultural expectations, the environment, and our parents. The idea of perfection and the need to be the best at all things. Still, part of this aspect of the personality is unconscious, and it becomes the criticizer within us. It makes us feel shame and guilt for misbehaviors. For example, a person who cheats on their romantic partner, the inner critic may kick in. Other times, the inner critic tells us, you got to do more, you got to do better, push harder, go faster, etc, etc. Ego psychology taught us it is difficult to live in a world where the id and the super ego are not managed. So the ego steps in as a mediator between the two. Hmm. Like the id and the superego, this is still part of the personality, but it operates consciously and preconsciously. The rational aspect of the mind balances what we want and what we feel we need or at least are entitled to. It is the mind's way of knowing reality. Hmm. Let's think about this. Some of the ego stuff I learned with psychology and social work makes sense. It's helpful and useful in my life and in work with patients. Yet, something's missing. If we think of the ego in this way, it limits us and prevents us from compassionately seeking a deeper understanding of our personality, purpose, and journey in this world. If we stay here with this understanding, we're going to remain stuck. It's not until my spiritual guide talked about the ego in another way, different from ego psychology, different from Freud, different from American researchers on the topic. Yes, the ego needs balance for that is only part of the stuff. You not, only have to understand things like the id, the ego, and the superego. But you must find ways to destroy these aspects within your mind and within the personality. Yes, we must do the work to destroy the ego to find everlasting happiness. Something different happens within the personality. You begin to see yourself. You see the world. You think. You feel, you behave differently. It's freeing, it's relieving. It's a spiritual psychological transformation. Hmm. Spiritual psychology. So how does destroying the ego and compassion work together? Compassion is being kind and patient towards yourself as you venture out to destroy the ego. Compassion is towards you, not others, which the id, ego, super ego led me to believe in the past. Compassion is about you. Setting aside moments for self-care, self-reflection, and once you achieve balance with the id, ego, super ego, which is obtainable, you get to a profound work of destroying it all. To live in a world with a particular personality and have relief from the drama associated with the id ego superego? Wow. That is so beautiful. This is such a kind and warm, gracious gift you can give yourself. So I urge you to find balance. You got to work on this. When in balance, don't stay stuck here and believe you did all the work. Step two, destroy the ego. It's no longer needed and your perception of life changes. Thank you to ego psychology for the first step. And thank you to spiritual guides who get us to go deeper and to destroy the ego. I just love this work so much. In the book, Heal Thy Mind, I give some simple strategies for being compassionate towards yourself as you go through this adventure. Yes, you can go get a massage, you can start a journal, you can go on a vacation, but don't get stuck with step one stuff. Work on step two stuff, learning more about your personality, triggers, struggles with forgiveness difficulties with demonstrating compassion inwardly. One suggestion to work on the ego is to work on the thoughts, to move your thoughts from negativity and towards wellness-affirming beliefs. Affirmations are something you can frequently do over the day, and I will welcome you to practice with me for just a few moments in whatever way you may feel helpful. useful. The affirmation we will work on today will be, I forgive, accept, and kind, and loving towards myself. And we will repeat this for a few moments. So if you'd like to participate, knowing that you can participate in any way that you choose, let's take a few moments. And as we settled into just a simple affirmation practice, maybe taking some breaths. And as you inhale, expanding your diaphragm. And as you exhale, bringing your stomach in towards your spine. Taking a couple of more breaths in any way that you feel is useful for you in this moment. I forgive, accept, am kind and loving towards myself. I forgive, accept, am loving, and kind towards myself. I forgive, accept, am kind, and loving towards myself I do I do I do forgive I accept I am I love myself I forgive, accept, and kind and loving towards myself. I forgive, I accept, I am kind, I am loving towards myself. Forgive, accept, am kind and loving towards myself. What a beautiful affirmation. You can write this and create a screensaver your electronic devices so that you are sent messages throughout the day. You can put it on post-its throughout your house, your office, even in your car to send you positive affirmations throughout the day. You can send yourself text messages with such kind, loving, and compassionate thoughts the day. This is a step in moving your thoughts from a negative view and perspective about yourself about life or about others to a positive outlook. May you go through the rest of your day and enjoy many moments affirming, and being compassionate towards yourself, I forgive, accept, am kind, and loving towards myself. Thank you for listening to trauma and social work podcast i am your host tanya octave i am a licensed clinical social worker in california and nevada please share this podcast with others like if there's a button to do so and subscribe to my channel this lets me know the work is valuable and i will continue to share simple techniques to move you towards wellness happiness and success i will end by saying in order to successfully complete the journey of life everyone needs to evolve spiritually ancient comedic proverb